to make your listing organically interesting to influencers, it's that upper carousel, make sure you have traffic. All the things that as sellers we know, like that listing quality score, going back to making sure your listing is optimized, that's what you want in place for influencers to just basically find you, so to speak, right? But then there is the other direction of like, well, first, a lot of sellers that I work with, they'll go to their listings and be like, oh my gosh, I have influencers on my listing. I wondered how those people got there. It says earns commission next morning. Amazon Influencer Program, why should you consider it? What are the benefits? What's in it for you? Well, the Amazon Influencer Program is relatively new and it is making an impact for sellers. I just completed an interview with Liz Saunders of Fluencer Fruit. She's an early pioneer in the space, also spent six years at Jungle Scout. She's a legend. And so we talk about what's going on with influencers on Amazon. And I think the reason why Amazon has this program is they're trying to solve the problem of discoverability. Still, the vast majority of the products that are discovered and sold on Amazon are done through search. But Amazon wants you to engage in social shopping and Amazon wants you to find products in a variety of ways. And so they've got a few tools to do that, right? They got Amazon posts, they've got what's called the inspire feed, and they've got what's called the discover feed, uh, but then they've also got Amazon influencers. And so in this episode, Liz talks about uh, one particular uh, client of hers where uh, they optimize some, they optimize a listing for uh, Amazon influencer. They got six influencers to create videos for one of the products. They put uh, or Amazon rather put those six videos on a product detail page and over the course of about 30 days they grew sales on that product 45% month over month so 45% increase over the previous month and that translated to a 3x increase year over year the only thing they did different was these influencer videos no change in ads no change in ranking no real change in reviews it was driven by influencers so if you want the full scoop check out the full interview with Liz Saunders on on how to leverage Amazon influencers. Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And today we're talking about Amazon influencers. How do you work with them? How do you leverage them? What does it all mean? How do you grow your business with influencers? And my guest is Liz Saunders. And in case you don't know who she is, you should know, and you're about to know, but she was at with Jungle Scout for six years as the chief of staff, helped kind of see the growth there from 38 employees to a couple hundred employees. We met at Seller Summit in Miami, uh, Steve Chu and Tony Urbach, shout out to the gang there. And uh, as Liz and I were chatting, we, we chatted over dinner, there's a group of us, and Liz like somehow left my phone behind, Liz started taking pictures of herself with my phone, which is great. And so then we started chatting, we're like, hey, we should do a podcast. And so so uh, Amazon influencers, here we go. But with that, Liz, welcome to the show. And how's it going? Hey, Brett, I'm doing good. I I think that like the fact that you invited me after I took a selfie on your phone <laughs> when you left it unattended is a yeah. true testament to your love, <laughs> our shared love for sophomoric humor, because yes. like... I, yeah, I literally sometimes have the sense of humor of a 12 year old. So I appreciate yeah, that. You appreciate uh, me that. too. Like my inner <laughs> junior high student comes out a lot. My wife likes to call that out. And I'm like, I don't think I want that to die yet. I want that to keep going. And so, no, when I saw the selfie, I was like, oh, this this is gold. Thanks, Liz. Uh, made, made my day for sure. I think the best so, part is too, it's not like we like our besties going into that no, of our no. relationship. I just like, was like, here's your phone. Here's I'm your phone. Just, I'm, going for, yeah. it. I'm <laughs> yeah. going for it. So, got to be bold. That That's a good lesson 
and good takeaway there. And so uh, <laughs> that is awesome. Well, let's let's dive into this topic. And if you would talk a little bit about uh, Fluencer Fruit. So your company is Fluencer Fruit, launched this year, and you you know, tools, software, coaching to help brands and influencers really maximize this game of Amazon influencers. And so kind of why did you start this and give us the the quick rundown on what you do and then we'll get into some tips and how to's. Yeah. So I started as an Amazon seller in 2016, moved to Jungle Scout, have done KDP and merch and retail arbitrage and was a, you know, FBA, all the things, right? So I am deeply invested in all the ways that you can make money on Amazon. And a friend of mine a year and a half ago was like, you should really look at this influencer program on Amazon. It's really fascinating because you can make commission off of traffic that's already on Amazon. And I was like, well, that's wild. So I (laughs) got approved in December of 21. And, you know, coming from the Amazon world anyways, and of course, my background being years at Jungle Scout, it was immediately obvious that there was like a tool that needed to be built for this world. Like, um, you know, there are things that we know on the product listing page that you can pretty quickly prove impact how well an influencer's videos do. So create a score, weight it based on how those factors, you know, help your videos be seen. And it was easy to like automate. So after like a year in the program, I was like, we need to make this tool. And I initially thought like, oh, this is going to be like a side hustle thing. Really cool. And it very quickly (laughs) became obvious when I was onboarding people at seven o'clock in the morning and 1030 at night around my full time job that it was probably time to go like invest more time into this. Yeah, you're you're on to something when you start to see that demand. And I'm sure that was that was rewarding and exciting and scary and all of those things rolled into one. But yeah, you realize, hey, I've got something here. I got to give this a go. Yeah, exactly. One of the um, like, I love Jungle Scout and I will always be grateful for my time there. But truly, one of the hardest conversations I've ever had in my life was going to sit down with Greg Mercer and tell yeah, him that shout like, out to Greg Mercer, what, what, what a great dude, what an awesome I tool, shape the industry. Just yeah, awesome guy. Yep. Like having to sit down with him and be like, I think I need to go do this other thing. And I it's not because I don't love being here, but like there's, you know, so yeah, it just all happened really quickly. Launched in May and here we are in August. But to your earlier question, like it is a software tool, so that part. And then coaching, we've got a class now for people who have an audience to get up and running with influencer and making money. And then also, you know, having so many relationships in the world of sellers, it was like, oh, I need to go help sellers understand the world of influencers as well and so that kind of like spawned this other portion of the business it's awesome and i I will make one one comment i know i know greg's a good dude and so i'm sure that conversation went well I've been on the other end of that conversation a number of times, right? So we got an agency of 70 some employees and we've had a few instances, right? Where someone who's trusted team member, core team member, they approach me and say, man, I've got like this itch to do my own thing. And we, we had that happen with our very first Amazon director. So the, the, the dude that started our, the Amazon portion of our business and ran it and he's a brilliant guy and his name's Chris. And he came to me and he's like, I, I, I gotta do something, right? And I've got this idea and I wanna pursue it. And so, you know, I was both bummed, but also really excited, right? The entrepreneur in me is like, 
of course. Like if you've got that burning inside of you, you got to do it. You, you'll you'll always regret it if you don't give it a try. And so so kudos to you for making the leap. And um, yeah, really really exciting. So let's dive into this. So what? Why should let's let's speak to brand owners first. So I'm a brand owner. I sell on Amazon. Why should I consider the influencer program? Is it worth it? And what are the benefits? Uh, get get us excited about the opportunity a little bit. Yeah. So the opportunity for brands to work directly with Amazon influencers is pretty wide open right now. And. Um, there's a couple things that like are really compelling for me when I look at the data. Now I will go ahead and call out that we are very siloed, right? So the the data for sellers that's available is not the data that's available for influencers. So one of the things I'm trying to do is put some of that together so that we can have data backed conversations Stitch around that together between the two sides with exactly with fruit. because it's a win win, right? Like and win will add Amazon into that. When influencers make commission, it's because sellers are making sales, and then Amazon makes their piece too. So it's like a win across the ecosystem. But the things that we're seeing, and this is early data, so I'll call that out, um, is like when we drop influencer content onto a product listing that has some um, page views or traffic on it already, that it moves that conversion rate up. Which if you think about it, makes a lot of sense, right? Like we know that video converts better than text. We know that UGC video, which is what Amazon influencers are, we're basically incentivized UGC sitting at the top of your product listing. So UGC converts better than brand. And then we also know that Amazon continuously places influencer content at the top of your page. And they are not stupid. They are not going to do that if it's not doing positive things for sales, right? So one of the brands that we've been working with, they had a product compared to the others, it had like a lot of traffic on it, but the conversion rate wasn't amazing. We dropped six influencers worth of content on it in a week. And they did 45% month over month. And they did 3x year over year with no other changes to the listing, no changes in PPC. And, you know, acknowledging that Amazon ecosystem, it's really hard to eliminate all external factors. Totally, totally. But as close as we could control that, that's what we came back with. So six influencers in a week for a particular brand. It was 45% month over month growth. And you said 6x year over year? 3x. 3x. Okay. Okay. Still, I mean, 3x is still insane when that's the only thing you did differently. Okay. So you got got six influencers, all to put in content in a week. Then how did that, where, where all does that content show up? So you mentioned that it's on the PD and you're 100% right, right? Amazon, if they test something, if it doesn't work, they're getting rid of it. But if that content showing up at the top of a PDP, rest assured, Amazon's doing that because it is making them more money and it'll make you more money as well. So so where is that? Where do those six influencers, where do their content show up? Yeah, so actually like there's two steps. You can be in the influencer program, but then that next step is getting approved for what's called additional on-site placement. And as an influencer, that's where my money is, right? Is because I'm showing up at the top of your listing. So one of the places is, if you are brand registered, you have a product video uploaded that creates that pop-up video carousel at the top of the page. There are six spaces there available only to the seller and to the influencer, so it shows up there. The other places below the fold, there's that middle or lower carousel influencers show up there. Those are the two places specifically on product listings, right? If you get into fashion and some of that, there are a couple other places that they can show up, but generally speaking. Um, the other places that we're seeing Amazon test, and this is kind of like a day by day, um, but is search results pages. You'll see like influencer stuff pop up there. It's so almost like, like on- uh, almost like sponsor brand video or what used to be called video in search, like where those video ads appear in mm-hmm. the search results. 
Yeah. But the wild thing is, right? Like if I create a video for one of your products and Amazon puts me in one of these places, it's not something you're paying for. I probably convert better than you do. And it has like this kind of infinite number of testing places that Amazon plays with from time to time. Super interesting. And especially because this is early, Amazon's just testing it and trying all types of things. Yeah. And probably eventually they're going to monetize it more from the brands, I would assume. And we may get into this in just a second. But I'm, So the influencer makes a commission on this. The brand, the brand is paying that commission or Amazon's paying that commission or how, like, how does that work? So kind of both, right? It comes out of that referral fee that you pay to Amazon regardless. Okay. Okay. So Amazon's not tacking on an additional influencer fee. They're just charging you the 10, 15%, whatever it is for your category, 8%. And so they're paying the influencer out of that. Got yeah, there's it. no additional cost. If you have a listing that's attracting influencers, it doesn't cost you anything. That's wild. I wonder if that is ever going to change. That's super interesting. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm always watching how Amazon is monetizing things, and I kind of nerd out a little bit. And you know, looking at the Q2 earnings report this year for Amazon, it's becoming pretty clear that you know everybody has always said that that AWS was the cash cow for Amazon. That that's where most of the profits came from with Amazon. They're generating plenty of free cash flow and profit from the retail business. But now it looks pretty clear that the most profitable part of their business is ads. So ads is like a $40 billion a year part of their business and like 75% margins or something wild like that. And so so you got to think like maybe, so right now they're eating this cost, but but eventually they're probably going to monetize it and charge brands. We'll see. I mean, if they do that, I'm sure it's going to, it'll probably pencil out for the brand owner either way. But right now it's free, so do it. Like what's the risk? You got you to gotta try it. I think of it as the way they're monetizing right now is because it's only available to brand registered brands. So it will be upper carousel. You can have influencers on your listing regardless, but that upper carousel, which my videos in upper carousels do eight times better. So I know that the listings are doing eight times better. better in terms of what? The in my commissions. Oh, got it. So you're okay. You're speaking now when you as an influencer. So this was cool. So you're on, you're on both sides. You work with brands, but you're also an influencer, uh, which kudos to you on that. So when you're creating an influencer piece of content for luggage or something, when your video shows in that upper carousel, you're doing eight x the commission if it was showing it somewhere else. Interesting. Which for the Seller translates the same way, right? Because their sales are reflected in my commission, kind of one to one almost there, right? So like if you have brand registry and you're not, if you haven't uploaded a product video to unlock that carousel, if I can ask you to do anything today, please go find a video that you can utilize in that placement because it is a real opportunity for you. Unlock that video carousel. That's that's one clear action item and takeaway. You got to do that. That unlocks influencer content at the top of the PDP. So cool. So then and if I'm a brand, so all right, so you, you kind of convinced me like there's there's opportunity here. There's really no risk here either. So like why not get in early and, and start testing this as a brand? So then how as a brand do I find the right influencer? Or is that not really the game here? Is the game really just make myself available and then influencers will find me? What does that look like? So there's kind of two sides of that coin, right? So to make your listing organically interesting to influencers, it's that upper carousel, make sure you have traffic. All the things that as sellers we know, like that listing quality score going back to making sure your listing is optimized. That's what you want in place for influencers to just basically find you, so to speak, right? But then there is the other direction of like, well, first, a lot of sellers that I work with, they'll go to their listings and be like, oh my gosh, I have influencers on my listing. I wondered how those people got there. It says earns commission next And so Friday. you don't, so to participate in that, like that could just happen automatically if you're brand registered. Like you don't have to, as a seller, go in and click a button or sign something saying I'm willing to do the, you know, the influencer program. Amazon controls placement 
for influencer content. So that is a really important point to bring up. Like if I create content for your listing, usually the way it goes is 24 hours and my video is published and another 24 hours and I get placement. I can tell you that as a rule or as a usually, (laughs) I guess not a rule, like I show up if there's an empty spot on that carousel, I'll show up there. But at the end of the day, Amazon controls that placement. And so if they decide not to put me there, it's outside of my control, my direct control. But you also then on the seller side don't have control as to whether or not influencers show up on your listing. So one, there has to be influencers that create content and then Amazon's got, and then you have to have the video carousel unlocked, which means you have to upload a product video. And then I'm sure Amazon's just got to decide like, is it worth it to put this here? And is this going to help conversions? That's one thing. And this is a little bit of a parallel, but on the Google side, and I spent a lot of time on the Google side, you know, people always want their their product ratings to show up in the in the sponsored, almost said sponsored products, that's Amazon, but uh, Google shopping ads. And that's something that Google just decides. They like decide when to show it, when not to show it, if they think it's gonna, it's a little bit different than Amazon, but they decide, hey, I'm gonna show the product listing here. I'm not on this one. Do I think it's gonna increase the click or the conversion? If I do, then I'm gonna put it there. And I know, I know Amazon works in a similar way, right? They're testing everything. And so if I believe this video is gonna help, I'll put it there, but that's up to Amazon. Totally makes sense. And we think they do it based on conversion rate. We think it's last touch attribution. We think it's conversion rate. So like one of my videos has been in an upper carousel for the better part of 18 months now. They test me off and then they rotate me back on usually, but I've been there for a long time and I think that they do like a test to see if other people convert better than I do. And so far I've been put back on basically every time. Well, basically I've been put back on every time. And then I, but I believe it's because I convert better than the ones they're testing against me. They don't tell me that, but just empirically, I believe it. It makes sense. Like you're observing it. You drop off for a little while means they're probably split testing it. You get put back on means you're the you're the control or the the winner. So go Liz. Exactly. <laughs> Teaching those other people how to do it. Yeah. I love it. That's very cool. So what are some other tips here? So as a seller, I want to get my, my listing optimized. I want to have the video there to unlock that upper carousel. What else am I doing as a brand to try to make influencer, you know, to maximize influencer for me? So there are ways you can actually reach out to us. So if you find somebody that you're like, oh, I like this person's content, you see them either on your page or on a competitor's page, an unrelated page doesn't matter, right? Because influencers are not necessarily driving traffic traffic, right? That's affiliate stuff. So it's a totally other ballgame. But if you find somebody that you think does a quality job of talking about a product type or, you know, whatever, you can actually click on their profile and it will take you to what's called their storefront. And then it is the one place that Amazon lets us direct people off site, right? Because just like sellers, Amazon does not want you to send them anywhere other than Amazon. They don't want us to do that either, but they gave us an ability to link to our other socials. So like, if you go to my storefront, you'll find my Instagram. You can message me on my Instagram account, even though you can't message me directly on Amazon. So if you find somebody, go to their storefront, go to their other socials, and message them there if you want to work with them, right? The thing I'll call out for you is as influencers, we get a lot of outreach from agents who are repping lots and lots of aces. (laughs) So if you can find a way to distinguish yourself as I own the brand, please do that because it helps immediately the influencer know what kind of conversation they're having. Influencers would much rather talk to brands, right, than agents for the most part. Absolutely. So identify that you're a brand, preferably a brand that's it's already got some traction conversions, good things are happening and, and you're reaching out to someone that you believe has, you know, an affinity towards your category, or your type of product, they've done it before, which means they'd be pretty likely to uh, review you. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. 
If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show. Now, one thing that's interesting here, and I've not consumed a lot of the Amazon influencer content, so just put that caveat out there. But I mean, sometimes our, our influencers, like, man, I tried this product. Eh, it's okay. Wasn't my favorite. I mean, obviously, they're not really incentivized to do that. Then they won't get, earn a commission. Amazon probably doesn't want that there because it's not going to increase sales. But like, what, what, is, what does that look like? Most influencers that I work with don't leave bad shoppable video reviews. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, you do get like a one-click reach for a related product. So high Hypothetically, if I was like, I don't like this product, I would definitely pick a different one <laughs> and somebody clicked on a different one and bought it. I do then make a percentage off of that like one click distance, basically. Interesting. So as an influencer, I've got a video for one product, but someone clicks on that and buys another product. You still get a commission on that. Yeah. So like my shade tent, which is the one that I've been in the upper carousel for the better part of 18 months, I've made over $5,000 on that one video. Yeah, it's wild, right? But not all of that money is from that shade tent specifically like and i only had one shade tent video for over a year so i can tell if it's related to the shade tent video right like if they click through and buy weights for the shade tent i make that if it's a related product it's one click but as opposed to like affiliates who get the 24-hour cookie of your entire cart it's just a one-click related product very interesting on the uh that's just got me thinking and you know maybe there's i think this podcast mostly appeals to brand owners and on the seller side but just in case someone's out there and like i want to be an affiliate or an uh, an influencer that sounds fun do you offer training and stuff uh for how to be more influential as an influencer or how do i create content yeah so i actually the wildest thing for me and i think that we know this living in this world right is the number of sellers who actually also have like oh i have this instagram account that i'm side hustling right like it's like everybody in this world is some sort of side hustler and so what i do is help you if you have an audience because to get into the amazon influencer program you have to have an audience on instagram facebook to TikTok or YouTube, right? So that has to exist to get approved for the program. So I take people who have even a medium sized but highly engaged audience from that point to monetizing as an Amazon influencer. And I have a course for that. Like it's a low cost course, but it just basically walks you through. So you're not having to Google and join every Facebook group and ask questions and all that. It just like walks you straight through. So awesome. What what kind of following does somebody need? So like how how big does their Instagram or YouTube or TikTok following need to be? So I'm going to wait for your shocked face, but Amazon doesn't actually give us a number. So got it. Um, but what they t- what they tell us is that you need to have an engaged audience that they're looking at your follower count and the engagement numbers. So just anecdotally, I got in with a, an Instagram account of like 2,700 followers. It's basically my food journal. So people are like, do you have to show your face? The answer is no. I did like Whole30 a couple years ago and just kind of like messed around with this account for a while, had 2,700 people on it. And when I applied, I got in right away. Like, so it... TikTok is the easiest platform at the moment to get approved with, but really wherever you have an audience on those four platforms, it's worth applying because you can apply to the program an unlimited number of times. 
And then once you're in that on-site placement, you only have three chances for. So there's kind of like two steps. But if you can... Wait, wait, explain that. So so I can apply as many times as I want to. So I can just keep building my TikTok following and then apply and eventually I'll be approved, hopefully. But then once you get the on-site placement, there's only three tries. Explain what that means. So you can be in the program and not approved for additional on-site placement. So not approved to show up on product listings, not approved to show up in search results, right? Which is where the money is for influencer. Like, but it's once you're in, then you have to submit three shoppable videos that puts you into that application process or that approval process for the on-site. That is the time when Amazon is going to be fine-tooth comb looking at your video content, but you only have to upload three. And right now, at the time of this recording, it takes between three and five days to hear back on that piece of the process. Super, super interesting. So we kind of talked about it. I'm just, just again, trying to visualize. So as a brand owner, the the influencer content can show up on that top carousel. If I've got you know at least one video there, it can be kind of show up in the middle of the page. Sometimes in the search results page. Where else are people finding and consuming influencer content? Absolutely. So the Inspire feed and the Discover feed. So if you haven't seen those yet, Amazon has started rolling out basically like social shopping. It's their way to compete with like TikTok and Instagram. So like Inspire should be on at this point, everybody's shopping app. It's the little, it was the little light bulb down at the bottom menu, but now it looks, it reminds me of a YouTube icon at the moment, but it's like you can scroll through and they'll see like um, influencer content, brand content, and also customer review videos. But basically you can scroll it. Influencers can tag a bunch of products in it, including yours. And that shows up there. The discover feed is specifically for fashion and beauty. And it's a little bit more of a mystery (laughs) in my mind, but I have found like I have pictures or they're called shoppable photos of me in an outfit that I tagged like I bought the clothes on Amazon and I have found myself like on the listing in that photo or in the feed for discover in that photo. Like, so Amazon has all these different placements that they're testing and starting to like get up and populate. But that's actually something as a brand, if you're not doing posts, that's an opportunity for you as a brand to show up in those feeds. So like my Inspire feed, for example, is approximately 40% brands, 40% influencers, and about 20% customers, just anecdotally scrolling. So if you're a brand, now I'm with you. At some point, I think Amazon is going to monetize and make brands pay to show up there. But at the moment, if you're doing posts, Amazon, there's a chance they'll put you in that Inspire feed. Very, very interesting. Now, you know, it's very clear, Amazon still is larger driven by search, right? That's how people find products on Amazon. But they are trying very hard and being very creative and and doing all these things to try to improve product discovery, right? How, you know, what are other ways that users and shoppers can find new products? And so the Inspire feed, the Discover feed, love it. Do those appear to be growing? So, and and I know you've got kind of insights on both sides, sellers and as an influencer, are you getting more commissions? Can you tell if it's coming from an Inspire feed versus Discover versus on the page? Yeah. So there is one report that you can run that you can see like if it came through Inspire. I would say Amazon is putting a lot of money into it, right? So like they're asking uh, basically every time you turn around like, hey, we really want vertical shorts for they're not saying for the Inspire feed, but that's what it's for, right? So my guess looking at it is that the amount of content that they're putting in there is getting more and more. It's hard to tell at the moment, like who's having success 
on the Inspire feed. Yeah, and it's it's just interesting because you know you talk about how you know you're making most of your money as an influencer with that carousel at the top of the page. Well, that's and you already talked about, but that that's a conversion rate play, right? That's not getting more traffic to a listing, even even more internal traffic that's already on Amazon. It's just closing more of the con- the traffic that you already got, and so that's still a search play. Or you're still you're still leaning into Amazon ads or whatever to get someone there, and then the influencer content's helping close deals, which is still great. But yeah, I'm just curious. Like, I would love to see you know, the discover feed and the, uh, the inspire feed really take off. But as a, as an Amazon shopper and the target demo for the discover inspire feed necessarily, but I'm always just searching for stuff. Yeah. I do think that the discoverability problem is part of what they're trying to solve for here. Right. And they're going up against like TikTok as an example, because they want it to be like quick and shoppable and like trendy, but they also have a lot more rules around what you can do in the videos. So like when you think about TikTok, like part of the reason you buy half that stuff is because the influencer made you laugh or like connected with you or like, whereas the stuff on Amazon and I I still love it, right? Like I think it's going to do good things, but like it's like 10 things that you must have from Amazon for your car or for my baby or for my dog or, you know, so it is very, I see it being more like home shopping network than TikTok eventually. Yeah, which is just interesting to me because, you know, that's not the mode most people go to Amazon for. Like I go to Amazon for something specific, researching a couple products, just going to buy, like I'm going to buy stuff, not necessarily consume content. Whereas if, you know, I was a TikTok user, which I'm really not, but TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, I'm going there to just consume content, hang out. And then I'm, I'm open to discovering something new. So yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how Amazon continues to iterate and improve that experience. And hopefully they'll get traction because that yeah, that's an issue for a lot of brands. I know an issue for Amazon is that discoverability of new products. And so I hope they keep improving. I hope that they crack that code. Yeah, it would be really cool if it would help the, um, you know, when you first launch your product on Amazon and you're like, if you build it, it turns out they are not coming, right? Um, you're like, wait, I did all this work and it's great, but I am i can't even find myself when I type in my brand name and product name, right? So like if they can help people kind of like clear that gap, I feel like that would be an amazing use of it. We'll see. Yeah, and I think there's also something to be said about, you know, if you sell a premium product and you're not really well known on Amazon or even that well known off Amazon, selling a premium is, is a-okay. And I think that's actually a great strategy in a lot of cases, but you gotta tell the story. And you got to show someone why, like, why are you more expensive? Because otherwise we default to price without clear understanding as to why I should pay more. And, and maybe some of these influencer videos and some of the content in the Discover and Inspire feed could show someone why you're worth a premium price. So I think there's, there's, there's got to be some branding elements there as well. I want to kind of go back to something you mentioned a minute ago, which is important. And we're, we help a lot of companies with their with their posts. You know, how do how do I create posts as a brand? But talk talk about why that's important. And you mentioned you mentioned that that shows up also in the Inspire feed. Is that right? Yeah. So my best example of this is somebody that we both know from uh, Seller Summit, actually Amanda Creations. And when Inspire launched, like I happened to be in one of the first rollouts, so it was like when there was not a lot of content at all in there, you know, and. Um, I would be scrolling. I was like, Amanda, I didn't know that you were doing this. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you're in in the Inspire feed. And so then this is like at the beginning, we're starting to put it all together, right? And her words to me were basically like, I didn't know what Amazon was going to do with it or why it was important, but I just knew that we should do it. Yeah, (laughs) test it. And it's like, yes. So like when I scroll now, I've follow her also. So I know, you know, it's an algorithm, right? So it's not random totally that I find her, but like you can see like when you're scrolling, Amazon is still surfacing brand content in Inspire and Discover for free. Like the 
brands don't even know it's happening half the time, right? They don't send you a report that says, we showed 15 people this post that you did today, right? You just know like, oh, I had a bump in this product. I wonder why, you know? Um, So if you are a brand and you aren't doing posts, like it is kind of like a wild play to be like, I'm creating content that Amazon is placing for me that I'm not paying for. It's a pretty good, like, I don't want to say risk, but gamble to take because posts are pretty easy to like put together. Posts are easy to put together. And and yeah, I, I talk about this a lot on the on the pod, but you know, the the, the companies that are going to do the best long term on Amazon and those that are going to be sellable if, if your goal is to exit your brand one day is to actually build a brand, right? Not just playing. So we talked about how Amazon is mostly search and it is but if that's all you're doing is just playing the search game and and trying to manipulate price or or you know get a few more reviews here and there and things like that that's okay but you really need to build a brand and get get repeat purchases if if your product is, is conducive to that and so some of these additional things are what's going to help you build a brand and protect margins and scale and then you know eventually sell so uh, really cool any kind of final tips or suggestions what what should i be thinking about as a brand if i want to make influencer work anything we left out absolutely so there's one tip that i'll give you the other thing that you can be doing as a brand that is available to influencers is lives so like if you want to you have multiple SKUs, you have one SKU, whatever you feel like you can add, like go ahead and do a couple lives. You can repurpose that. We never know where Amazon might test that content and that is available to brands as well. You can repurpose it. So you do a live, you can now take clips of that and share in other places. Is that is that right? Yeah. So any content that you upload to Amazon, you own fully and they allow you to post in other places. So if you're doing a live on Amazon, then you could also clip it and utilize, repurpose the content. I think that makes sense. Then that kind of, again, just you're able to leverage a little bit more, right? You you took the time to do a live. Maybe it did something for you on Amazon. Maybe it didn't, but now you can repurpose that content, chop it up, put it on TikTok and, and ads or Instagram or Facebook or something like that. So yeah, I mean, like Life Pro is one of the brands that I've worked with through Creator Connections, which is an invite only for brands and influencers. So if you have that in your back end, um, but they do lives all the time and they are like a fitness thing, right? So they're like, we have these products and then they do, Q&A with trainers like there's a lot that you can do and build that audience and of course like Amazon it lets you repurpose it because they're hoping that you'll repurpose it and drive traffic back to Amazon right so it's a good like little flywheel there but to your question about like working with influencers and kind of final tips like I do offer a white glove service so if you're like Liz I have more money than time right now in way of like I don't have the time to go find these people find them for me I will find them for you. And I have over 100 influencers that are using the tool that are available for working with. And they cover everything from dogs and pets and kids and any like outdoors, anything that you could possibly need for your brand. So that is also available. Love it. So Fluencer, it's like influencer without the N, uh, the, without the I-N, fluencerfruit.com. And so yeah, talk about that. So you, you've got the white glove service, so you can help brands find influencers, but then you also got some training and some software, some tools. So yeah, yeah give, give us the rundown. Yeah. So I will also put together fluencerfruit.com slash OMG so that everybody can find all of this in one place. But yeah, starts with the tool for influencers to help them find your product product listings that are optimized for them. So it tells them from the search results page if you have that upper carousel and how many other influencers are on there. And then goes through the course. So if somebody has that audience is looking to monetize with that. And then on the brand side, if you're just looking for, listen, I need 
six influencers to fill out that upper carousel for me. Can you help me? The answer is yes. So there's a link on there that goes to book a call. Happy to hop on and chat with you about where your brand is at and how we can help. Awesome. So fluencerfruit.com forward slash OMG. Check it out. Liz Saunders, ladies and gentlemen. Liz, this was very fun, very enlightening. I'm so glad we did this. And uh, yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime. That sounds great. Thanks, Brett. Awesome. Thanks, Liz. And as always, thank you. Could not, would not do the show without you. And so would love your feedback. Love that review on iTunes if you've not done so. And hey, hit us up on the socials. I'm actually very active right now on LinkedIn. So hit me up. Let me know what you'd like to hear more of on the show or let's continue the conversation on LinkedIn. I'm also on a few other places, YouTube shorts and stuff. So check me out there. But with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.